Hello and welcome to the Giraffe Social Media Podcast. It's what social media managers are talking about. I'm Nicole and today I'm joined by some brilliant members of the Giraffe team. We've got Senior Social Media Manager Dom. Hello. Social Media Manager Laura. Hi. And Social Media Manager Ellie. Hello. So in today's March Newsfeed review, we're chatting about some of the major things that have happened on social last month, some things you may already have known about and some things you may have missed. Uh, this includes a new super follows feature on Twitter and even a secret TikTok playlist feature. So there's lots to discuss today. Um, so Ellie, why don't you start us off? I hear there's some Instagram story features coming out that'll be really useful for social media yeah. managers like us. For sure. Yeah. So this is apparently one of Instagram's most requested features on their app, but it's actually the ability. I think a lot of apps already have it like TikTok have it where you can create it and then save it as a draft. And they have that for their posts at the moment, but not for their Instagram story feature. So they're bringing that in now because I think a lot of people like us have to download third party apps. so They can edit their stories, save them and then re-upload them later with this app. You're, sorry, with this like new function, you'll be able to be on the app and the pictures will be stored on the app already. So you can just click on them. Um, so save a lot of time, a lot of like screenshotting your pictures or your stories and then re-uploading them. So yeah, they haven't said when yet, but it's going to be good. It's going to save a lot of time. It sounds like a lifesaver. <laughs> like I Definitely. can't believe it's taken this long for them to even announce this feature. But the idea of having all of the stories drafted in the account that you can just click on and upload when you need to will be amazing. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think that you can sort of like, I'm not sure, but I don't think you can schedule it in, but at mm. least then you can like, you know, create it during working hours. And then if like it's optimal to post it after working hours, at least you can just go post it rather than redoing it all. So it will save time either way, which is definitely going to be great. 100%, especially from like, if you're working with clients and a lot of time you may need to get approval for certain stories, that back and forth, you, you know, you, you make the, the creative and then you send it, then you might need to make edits. Well, then you got to start from scratch again, don't you? <laughs> so it's really good to be able to have that draft and yeah, really good. Definitely needed. Mm. I'm not surprised that it was, uh, one of Instagram's most requested features. I think <laughs> I'm actually, like you said, Ellie, surprised that they took so long to, to come out with this considering how much recently they've come out with and how much recently they've updated the app. I'm surprised, but uh, yeah, I agree with all of you. I think it's going to be a game changer. Mm, definitely. I think Instagram makes so many changes so often. You're right, Laura. It's such like big changes with reels and with other features that they use a lot. Um, but it's good to see that they're actually focusing on the things that people use day to day. Um, I think a lot of people, not just social media managers, but just, you know, us ordinary folk using Instagram will want to have some stories drafted sometimes. So I think that's going to be really cool. But Dom, I think you were looking at some other changes Instagram were making, right? A little bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think in, I think Instagram are very reactionary in terms of all the new updates they provide. They look at what competitors are doing and then they react and make changes, which can also be quite similar to other platforms. But one thing that they have um, introduced is called Instagram Live Rooms, 
which gives you the ability to go and do a live stream on Instagram, but with up to three people. At the moment, if you were going to do a live stream, it would just be like yourself and you can add another person into it. This gives you the opportunity to now have, you know, up to three people. So more of a group session. Um, what we've noticed is that since the beginning of like COVID-19, like live video formatting has definitely increased and emerged um especially with like more celebrities creators small businesses from like beauty bloggers to fitness instructors are all now utilizing live video content to help like engage with their their followers their community and obviously bring people together so what's great is that library offers up more opportunity to be creative from you know creating like a talk show to you know if you're a music musician you um or you're in a band you can sort of create a jam session um or even co-create a session with other artists um you can host more like engaging um q a's or like tutorials with your followings um and yeah and, and going live with multiple guests is a great way to increase your own personal reach um because um your the people who are your guests are their followers are also going to be notified that you're gone live. Um, so bringing their audiences to you. Um, so yeah, reaching their audiences, not only your, your own. Um, so from a creator's perspective, like live rooms, um, is another way as well of helping you earn more money. Um, you can actually users will be able to purchase badges. Um, and what badges basically is, is like, it will appear next to a user's name throughout the live video. So like they're like a, essentially a top fan, like what YouTube do, where you can do like live super chats and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, essentially you can buy a badge to be like a top fan. And then your comment will stand out compared to others. Um, great way, you know, to um, build you know, brand loyalty as well as as a creator earn money yourself. Um so yeah, I think going forward, we'll definitely see more of a collaboration between brands and creators on this. It'd be a great way for brands to promote new products to new audiences and overall grow your community. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've seen so... Do you guys ever see it when celebrities use Instagram Live and then they like bring in a fan or like they bring in one person and they have these like conversations? I see yeah. that all the time. So the opportunity for the celebrities to bring in like multiple fans at once would be really cool. And also, like you said, Dom, like maybe having more interviews and it'd be really good for musicians as well. Like having like a, a live band or something that could be really fun. Um, I'd love to know, like, would you guys ever use Instagram live? Do you think it's just for celebrities and for brands? Like, would you ever use it personally? I personally wouldn't because I, I feel like I don't, I don't have a reason to, I don't have mm. a purpose to as such. I did accidentally go live once very embarrassingly <laughs> on a night out and I it it, it panicked me. <laughs> I really didn't want to. And I think, I don't know, since then I've been like, no way. Especially because people are notified. I think that, mm. like, I don't know, for me, that makes me a bit nervous having my like, Instagram followers notified that I've gone live and they were destroyed. Maybe, maybe if I had a a purpose or a reason to like a content creator would or a brand would 
um, sort of get that reach, get that traction and engagement from their followers. But yeah, I personally don't have a purpose to. So, Do you ever have it as well when you accidentally click on someone's live and then it like pops up saying that you're watching and you have to like quickly... Yes. <laughs> and you're like the only person it. there. Yeah. It's just like you and I like... <laughs> I've yeah, done really that awkward. before. I've done that before. And they're like, oh, Dom. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> you have to come off it. <laughs> you get caught in. I, I feel really bad. Like when it's brands trying to do something fun on their Instagram live and I join and they probably think like, oh, more viewers. I'm like, no, sorry. It was an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I, but that's why I think um, we'll definitely see a lot more of brands working with mm, you know influencers um, yeah. a lot more on this. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, like I, I don't know about you guys, but I've noticed a lot more like collaborations since mm. the start of lockdown last year, like so many more brands collabor- collaborating, so many more influencers collaborating. So I think like adding sort of more of a group format to the live feature, I think will be really beneficial for that to sort of carry on and maybe even in the future, extend it even further from three so have more and more and I think obviously that the, the um, influencers or brands will benefit from that as well I think I think there's a tendency when it is just one person on live you know when you go on it and they just read the comments and they're not actually talking they're just like reading the comments even I've seen influencers do it so I think having more than one person on there would allow one person to monitor the comments and one person to actually be saying stuff rather than just like when they're sitting there just like scrolling yeah so that that would definitely help with that yeah definitely i also think dom you were saying about the badges feature and people being able to like purchase stuff is a a very common theme we're seeing across all of the platforms like more way more ways to spend money but also more ways to find like smaller communities on these platforms like if you can Mm -hmm. go onto that instagram live and pay for some exclusive feature within that like it's it's becoming very common now because I know Laura, you are going to tell us about the new super follows feature on Twitter, which is kind of has a similar thing, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Another way for the for the platforms and content creators themselves sort of monetize from from their content creation. Mm-hmm. So Twitter has announced that it will launch super follows, which will essentially let users charge for their tweets. Um, the feature will give users the ability to charge their followers for access to additional and bonus content. So it will also allow them to create groups based on specific interests. So this additional content, I guess, could be anything from bonus tweets, um, access to community groups or subscriptions to newsletters, anything that's sort of more specific um, to their audience. Twitter allegedly sees this as a way to let creators and publishers get paid directly by their fans. And I I don't know how I feel about this one, I have to say. I think, you know, as a am not a content creator, if I were to be a, an influencer, so I am a content creator in some ways, but if I were to be an influencer, then yeah, I'd love this. I think I think we, like, primarily see sort of, like, Instagram and TikTok as monetary platforms for brands and influencers. So I kind of like that Twitter's branching out into that, but I don't know if it's like 
little too late, really. I think I think they might be a bit late to the party. I think, you know, we've we've for me anyway, Twitter was one of the first social media platforms I I had along with Facebook. So to now to think I'd have to pay for some of my favourite influencers or brands to access bonus content, I'd be like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know how well it's gonna work. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, but then I think in other cases it obviously twitter here are trying to get more creators to use the platform a lot more like at the moment obviously you can pay an influencer on instagram or you know youtube you can make money through ads and stuff like that so i think what twitter are trying to do is trying to bring creators back to the platform to actually create more content maybe more creative content for their community um and it it's, it saves people from like, it saves them directing people to say a Patreon account, um, where they can literally just have people pay for whatever, you know, to tweet a subscription, um, on the platform itself. Um, so yeah, it saves them directing them elsewhere and then can just bring on that engagement in house essentially. So I think, it, I think it's, it's a good move for Twitter to make, um, a way, yeah, to just get a bit, a lot more people using the platform. Yeah, I mean, it's the Patreon model, right? Like, I know a lot of YouTubers use it as a place for their biggest fans to go and pay for early access to videos, early access to special content. So it's essentially the same thing, but for tweets. So I actually wouldn't be surprised if the most loyal fans of creators will pay for like that exclusive um, content and those tweets, you know, like if you feel like you're part of a special club and they're probably because it is, you know, extra money, not everyone will go for it. So you maybe feel a little bit more included in that community. Um, I think there will be people who will be interested in that, especially if it's a content creator who posts really like funny tweets or, or ones that are really, interesting they might want to be part of that community um but it just seems like it's a very common theme now on all of the platforms people are finding ways to make it more exclusive like make these separate uh, communities within the platforms um so it's it's a way for the platforms to make money laura like you said but also the creators um and then also the users they get to feel like they're getting that special content like I'm sure if Chloe was here, she'd be all up for paying for some Zane private tweets. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> um, and, and same with me, like with some celebrities, if I, I really liked them, maybe I would pay for some exclusive content. I just feel like, I don't know, playing devil's advocate. Why would I pay for something when I've had it free all this time? Mm-hmm. Like that to me doesn't, doesn't make sense because although it's like bonus content additional content how I guess kind of the question is how different is that going to be Mm. from what's being published on other platforms and from what's been published before because if it's if it's a funny tweet I see hundreds of funny tweets I'm not going to pay you to see one like Mm, mm. and and are people going to do it I I just don't know yeah yeah I guess if you look at it from yeah you have to be really different to what you're already doing for example Mm. if you let's say you were a footballer or or you were in the football industry and you were an account that gave away industry news in terms of transfers then maybe you'd be like 
you know, new exclusive transfer update. If you want to hear about which player is moving to where, then, you know, purchase this tweet or whatever the saying is um, to, you know, get the exclusive information. So it is little things like that, like news, um, news, like bloggers and things like that, I think could, um, could utilize that. Yeah, definitely. Even like, celebrity updates like you know people love like hearing what taylor swift is up to there's like a private account that you pay for and get like those little tweets saying like taylor swift was spotted here taylor swift doing her shopping i i think laura you'll be surprised (laughs) at how many people would pay for exclusive tweets and content so it'll be interesting to see how that goes and i think you're right like it needs to be something extra it needs to be something special for people to actually go through with the purchase but um it's it's really interesting that twitter have come forward with this but laura maybe you're right it is a bit bit late to the party i could imagine this a few months ago you know it is a bit late but we will see what happens um my update for you guys we're switching to another platform was tiktok related so they've now introduced an ad library similar to the facebook ad library but one for tiktok so you can go on there um and see what tiktok ads are running at the moment for any brand you know what's performing best um and i think that's really really fun that they've done that because we're in a time where a lot of people are curious about tiktok ads uh maybe they they haven't run them yet but they they've been seeing them they're not sure how they work um and the opportunity to go somewhere and see what other brands are running and then seeing what you can do um it makes makes total sense and i think it's a a really interesting feature and one for social media managers like us to to look at and see what's going on out there um have you guys do you guys use the facebook ad library feature much will you use the tiktok one what do you think about that it's definitely a good way to do some like competitor analysis especially Mm -hmm. um as where like tiktok is so new for ads as well um and I like their slogan, is it like create TikToks, not ads or something like that, isn't it? Um, so I think it's definitely a good way of like getting some inspiration of what other um, brands are doing out there um, mm. so that you're not making your own um, ads be so ad related and make them, um, you know, related to the to what the platform is more that raw organic sort of content. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's great. Yeah, no, I agree. I was... I say I use the ad library feature on Facebook. I actually find it more beneficial to go through to brands' um, Facebook pages and then through Mm. to brand to page transparency and see the ads that way because I find ad library doesn't always show all the ads. Mm. Um, So I hope that TikTok learn from that. (laughs) No. Um, So, no, I I agree with you, Dom. I think... um, TikTok having their own ad library will be great. And I think it will also encourage more brands to, again, like keep thinking outside the box, like what's already been done, what hasn't been done, all of that. I think that's a really great way because TikTok, as we said, like it's a com- it's kind of a completely different platform to um, to other social platforms. So be interesting, interesting to see for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I definitely think that TikTok do, ad- people on TikTok do advertising better than, like on Instagram it's always immediately obvious when like it's an advert whereas on TikTok I'll be watching it and it'll make me giggle and then I'll see it's like sponsored Mm -hmm. so it'd be really interesting to see the comparisons and maybe 
you know, ideas for advertising on TikTok can translate over to different platforms as well. So they can, you know, offer content rather than, you know, like you were saying, Dom, just being an ad. Like they actually are there to entertain or to inform or something. 100% completely agree with you as well. Whenever I'm on TikTok, you just don't notice the ad until you actually look at the bottom and there's a sponsor. You're like, oh, okay. Just thought this was like a normal Mm. video, you know? So yeah, totally agree with that. Yeah, I think that'll be really important to the platform. And now that they know that so many people want to advertise, they want to make sure that the platform doesn't feel too ad heavy, most like. So that's why they're really encouraging people to create more exciting and different ads on the platform, which is really fun and a great opportunity for us as well. Um, so I'm just going to finish off the episode with something I saw earlier today, which, which is that apparently TikTok will be adding a playlist feature to the app, which I can't stress enough how helpful that will be. All of my likes are just all over the place. And if I could put them into different playlists, like food, fashion, all this stuff, different stuff, it would be so helpful because I've spent so long scrolling through my TikTok likes to try and find a video. And it's so difficult to find them in your likes because they all move and you just don't know what's going on. So... I'm really excited about this, if you can't tell. Um, it also means that content creators can like have playlists as well on their page, which would be really cool. Um, I think it's similar to the Instagram story news. It's, it's something that's just so obvious that should already be a thing, but isn't there. So I think that will be really cool for people. And especially people like me who constantly finds recipes on TikTok. That's like food TikTok is is my place. So <laughs> I'd love to be able to put all my recipes in one place. I would love that. That's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. You can also connect with us on all major social channels and let us know what you thought about any of the topics we discussed today. Uh, maybe make us aware of anything else that's happened in March that we may have missed. We've been Giraffe Social Media. You've been amazing, and we'll see you next time.